podcast is going to be just a little bit different. This is um, a li- this this is going to be about the shadow uh, side of uh, my dear town or city, Portland, Oregon. You know this. I, I've lived here for a very long time. I first came here in the early uh, to mid '80s, and um, it has changed so much over the years. And it, I always thought it was so beautiful and so clean here, and had so much to offer as far as culture and diversity and. I thought that um, it, it exposed me to a lot of different people from different countries, people from different races and ethnicities, and it ex- just offered me so much and exposed me to so much and opened me up and expanded my consciousness, and I loved it for all that. It is an Aquarian city in an Aquarian state. And uh, it's rebellious. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, all those things. However, there's a, there is an underside, a darkness, a shadow here. And it is really apparent right now. Um, I have walked this city so much. My feet have walked... Um, it's in my bones. This city is in my bones. I've lived here longer than I've lived anywhere else. So I consider, even though I'm born here, I do consider Portland my home because I've lived here longer than I've lived anywhere else. And I've, I've walked these streets, the streets of downtown, southeast, north Portland, northeast, I've the Lloyd area, Hollywood. I've been all over Gresham, uh, all over. I've I've driven all over. I've rode the Max, TriMet, the buses. I know the city. I've studied it. I I used to do work where I had to know all the addresses and zip codes. So I know the lots and subdivisions and all that. This city is part of me now, but there, right now, it's just, it's like a dystopia. I, I've been downtown uh, since the pandemic. I've been down there a couple times, and it's very dystopian, like a, the Hunger Games. It's, it's very much like that now. It's sad, and even though I don't live down, I did used to live downtown, but I don't anymore. I live out um, in the mid-city, uh, in the inner city, but um, out a ways. And uh, no matter where you go, there are tents uh, and tents and tents of homeless people, um, houseless people living on the streets. No matter where you go, it's prevalent everywhere, all over the city, not just isolated areas like it used to be, mostly downtown and um, at certain uh, max areas. Now it's everywhere, no matter where you go around the city, it's everywhere, it's prevalent. Um, I don't know if other cities are sending their homeless to Portland or if 
Portland has become the beacon for the homeless, but there seems to be, or if just more people are in Portland are homeless now, I really do not know. But I went to Seattle um, last month in November 2021, and there was nowhere near uh, the amount. Seattle seemed to be thriving in comparison to Portland. There was, I went to the wharf there, and it was crowded, busy. I did not see near there were not I was downtown and around the Space Needle there were not um, tents or anywhere near the amount of homeless people living um, or wandering around the city like there are here in Portland so the reason I bring all this up is Um, In 2014, I was homeless myself. I did not live on the streets. I lived in shelters. I lived in three different shelters during six-month period before I got housing. Um, So I have firsthand experience with this, not living on the streets. I I do want to stress I did not live on the streets. I, I wouldn't know what to do if I had to live on the streets. I would not know what to do. That's, that's hardcore. And these people, um, it's, it's 30 in the thirties at night. And these people are living, they're just half a block away from me. There's a whole row of tents. There must be 12 to 15 tents just a half a block away from me. Um, and they're on a busy street and it's terrifies me what's happening to these people. And they've got, they've got, um, propane tanks out there and, it's it's very scary um what what i don't understand is all the empty apartments that are for rent that are two thousand three thousand dollars and there's more and more and more affluent type of housing being built like there's a lot of high-rise expensive apartments being built Um, condos first of all who is moving into the area that can afford that and because there there's so many being that are empty and and why why are they being built who's moving into them because there's like I said there's so many empty in the city where are they, why, where, who, how come? And I don't understand. I need some answers um, because there's people on the streets and there's not affordable housing being built. It doesn't make any sense. I make a very, very good income and 50% half of my income goes to rent and i can barely afford it myself and i there i can't afford a house in this city myself and i think it's a crying shame at my age i'm 55 and i can't even afford 
to own my own house and at the income I make, I think it's a crying shame. But that's, you know, that's, that's beside the point. I have a roof over my head, so I'm happy. I'm talking about the people that don't. Why don't they? And there's people out there who shame the homeless and they're entitled. And I don't understand that thinking because they've never had to live on the street. They've never had to live in a shelter. They've never had to couch surf. They've they've never had to do without like that. And they're out of touch with reality. And they see people that live on the streets as a burden and a bothersome thing as some kind of, they, they don't see them as human beings. They, they see them as a problem. Those people on the streets are human. They, they're human beings with blood and hearts and organs. And they need a roof over their head. They need food. They need clothing. They need fresh water. They need love. They need care. They need understanding and compassion and empathy. They probably need medical care. They may need other kind of care, mental health, and and any other kind of care that is necessary, any kind of other treatments that are necessary. And I think that some people are just really out of touch and they're not getting it, that this This is not a a problem that can just be one and done. And it's not an an easy solution that there's some solutions that I know Salt Lake City has um, done really well with the house, with um, housing their homeless. And I know that giving homeless places to live is a lot cheaper than continuing to treat them in emergency rooms and in crisis situations. It's a lot more cost effective to just give them a place to live instead of treating them like like this on the edges of society. And um, anyway, I I'm I'm really just disappointed in in this city and its lack of compassion. This is an Aquarian city, an Aquarius state, and Aquarius is known for community and taking care of community. And I'm I'm just I'm I'm really appalled. And the rebellion, the rebellious, it's it's fine to stand up, but destroying the city is not the answer. It, it's, it's, I understand sometimes things fall apart to come back together, but please stop hurting one another. Let's take care of one another. 
okay, I'm going to step off my soapbox, and I hope somebody in charge hears this message.